Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today, we have Petrichor. Petrichor is an alternative rock band out of South Florida. I really, really enjoyed sitting down with this band. They are so much more than just super talented musicians. I had met the lead vocalist of Petrichor, Venus, while she was still going by the name Tess Gray. She was determined to put a band together to play live shows, and boy, oh boy, has she succeeded. I'm blown away by this project, and I cannot wait to see them live again. They are such a good time. If you ever see them named on any flyers, make sure you go check them out. You will definitely become a fan. Let's go around and introduce yourselves and let everybody know who you are and what you do in the band and anything you want to say about yourself. Ladies first. All right, I guess we'll go. Um, hi, my name is Sophie. I am the bassist for Petrichor. Um, I'm 20. I go to uh, FIU. I'm studying psychology. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. I love music. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hi, my name. <laughs> my name. <laughs> My name is Jeff. Rough start. Hi, my name is Venus. I'm the vocalist for Petrichor. Um, I I've interviewed before with Stage Mom. I admire her a lot. So thank you for having us on here. Thank and you. It was a very nice experience. Oh yeah. Um, I'm Tommy. I'm the guitar player for Petrichor, and sometimes I dance. And uh, yeah, I'm a nursing major. How are you? I am. I'm awesome. That's cool. My niece is a nurse, uh, a trauma room e- ER nurse. Absolutely, that's really good. Yeah, some of the pictures she sends me. Like... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, my name is Enzo. I play the drums for Petrichor. And I also DJ. Oh, do you? I do. Cool. What's your DJ name? I don't have one. You don't have one? Not okay, yet. just Enzo. Yeah. Okay. So far. All right. Enzo. So for those that don't know who you are, never heard of you, how would you describe your music? Um, I mean, we other than being compared to other bands, because I feel like every band is always being compared to somebody else mm-hmm. or like some of the, like the bigger bands. Um, I wouldn't say we're Weezer. Weezer. No, not even like <laughs> it's it's like um it's funky, spunky, and it's. It's just really angry. I mean, it's not angry, but it's just, like, letting loose. It's more like... Um, Very heartfelt. Yeah. It's, like, um, kind of like when you're having a manic episode, and then you calm down. That's kind of what our music is like. Okay. Yeah. What, kind, what Do you have a certain genre that you would put it in with? I guess all. All yeah, sort of rock. rock. Yeah. At least when I listen to our own stuff, it's very 90s-ish. Mm-hmm. You know, it has that kind of, like, vibe of just... Yeah, and I don't know. It's like aggression and stuff like that, and just passive aggression. Because we're not we're not that heavy, right? But we still we bring the attitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. we still break it. Yeah. No, I was so like really honestly. I, if I don't mean something, I'm not that type of person that just says it. But I was blown away by you guys when you read the mini fest. Mm-hmm. I was so into it. Like I loved it so much, and I can't wait to have you guys play again. Like I loved it. It was so good. There's like those certain bands that. Really, like you, you're like you're shocked at how like wow, wait a second, I didn't know they were that good, mm-hmm. and you were one of them. So I really loved it, and I can't wait to have you guys back again. Um, so let's talk about how you guys met, because you're in Broward. Mm-hmm. So how did yeah. this all evolve? So I'll I'll start with this one because I feel like I have this. Okay, so, <laughs> a long time ago, there's a, there was a there was a kid that went to my school, to my high school. When I was in high school, he was a grade below me. Uh, I was a senior. He was a junior. His name is Javi. Shout out, Javi. Um, and he either knew Tess or or just followed her and followed her through her music, like, during that time. And when she was still Tess Gray. Yeah. And um, he was like, hey, are you looking? I heard you were um, looking to join a band. Because he was also good friends with one of my good friends that I've known for forever. And I'm like, yeah. He sent me the Instagram for Tess Gray's, like, looking for band members. And I hit her up on Instagram. And we talked. I sent her a video of 
me drumming, and then she was like, yeah, we should definitely meet up. I'll put you in a group chat, and then I was put in a group chat with Soph and Tom, and that's my origin story. That story. I'd, I'd actually like to bring something up. Um, so, you know, uh, I was Tess Gray. I was a solarist for about four years, and we even did a podcast together. Um, but we, we were rehearsing, and, you know, it was always under Tess Gray, and then the next day it was your stage, you're the fest, the first stage month fest. And then I caught COVID. Yeah, I got, saw. I got... <laughs> No, but I realized like, um, like when I got COVID, I kind of got like a whole ego death. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to really be like, I don't want to have people behind me. I want to have people alongside of me. Right. So I'm like, fuck it, bro. Let's, let's call this Petrichor. Like, I mean, we really, um, I'm like, let's just start a band. Like, this is, we have, like, such good chemistry, like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be, like, alone. I want to be with you guys. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, family or nothing type me. Um, and so I just remember, like, the, how we came up with our name was, like, just searching up cool words on small little words that are cool sounding with oh, cool meanings. Right? Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I saw a TikTok one time, and like, I got, like, these TikToks about, like, all, like, random words that, like, all, like, you never thought existed. Right. Kind of thing, and, like, cool words. And so I remembered, um, I got TikTok about, like, oh, the rain smell. Uh-huh. And I was like, wait, like, what's it called? And we were on a call again. And I was like, there's, like, a name for the rain smell. I remember it sounded super cool. I searched it up, and it was Petrichor. And they loved it. And yeah. And like, the and... best thing about that was that, like, our first rehearsal we ever had, like, for Tess Gray. You got re- rained out, right? Yeah. I remember that. And then our last rehearsal for Tess Gray, it was raining. So it's like, it's cool. And the way I met Thomas was actually through Instagram, like in 2018. Like years ago, yeah. Yeah, we, so we've known each other the longest. And we started this band called Wall Rats. The Wall Rats. It was, Shout out it was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> it was so weird. Was we strange. never could get the full band to actually come together. And then it kind of just broke off. And at some point, I was like, I had a conversation with Venus. And I was like, if you ever need a guitar player, like, I'll be there. And then that day came. And yeah. I was like, let's do it. So, yeah. And how did you two? Um, we were like mutual friends on uh, Instagram. Oh yeah. I used to be in a band called Babe Haven and like okay. I guess like there's like mutuals like within like Instagram and all that and I guess I came across Tess Gray uh, when she was Tess Gray at the time right. and then saw her music, I really liked it and she posted something about um how like she was like looking for band members and I was like, Oh like I play some bass, you know. Um I was like involved with like marching band and all that for years and I kinda like wanted to change and pace in terms of like my music mm-hmm. career, I guess. And so yeah, I um sent her a video of me playing bass. She added me to the group chat, same thing with Enzo and yeah. Just became a little thing. I love how you got your name, but it's funny because I actually Googled it because I had no idea what it meant either. <laughs> but and I couldn't remember. It was it didn't say anything about rain, but it it was a nice I remember it being a nice meeting. So um okay. So, you got you had as Tess Gray search party out, and you guys play it now. Is it released on Spotify under Petrichor now? I, How did you do that? So I actually recently um, I deleted all my Tess Gray songs. Oh, okay. Just because I decided I don't I don't really want to be associated with that anymore. Right. Um, but we are going to release it as a different type of version right. under Petrichor. Different okay. sound, but same type of attitude, meaning. So, um, your songwriting process for you guys, like, ha- do you guys have anything released now under Petrichor? No. I, th- I tried to find it, and I... No, I yeah. We currently re- Yeah. Okay. So, where do you do your recording at? Walk me through that process. We, uh, we do it at Venus's house. So, okay. we tried doing our first recording session. I'm so sorry. In my house, um, you know, I was waiting for some acoustic panels and never came. So then, like, we just started recording. We were kind of on a time crunch because it was my living room. And my mom still lives there. So um, we, we didn't really get, uh, you know, through the whole recording. But at least we kind of got, like, an overhead demo. Okay. And so, I don't know, like, the recording process is still in question, like, what we really want to do and how we're going to go through with it. Right, yeah. right. But that's how we started out, just like getting those little um, details kind of right. But at least with the writing process, a lot of it was like, we would, you know, one of us would just come up with something and we're like, all right, that's really cool. And, and we'd like, contribute little things. Just yeah. go with it, yeah. you know? Right. Like a lot of times Venus would have a song and then like, it would be pretty fleshed out and then we'd go from there. Or like at the same time, I have a lot of stuff that I would already have like really fleshed out. Like I have all these like parts and ideas. 
and Venus just starts singing on top of it, and then she'll say something. I'm like, that's amazing. And then Sophie, Sophie had this song. It was really good, and like we all really vibed with it. So we're still working yeah. on that one. Yeah. So are you gonna release a single, or is it gonna be an EP? How, did you guys discuss that? Uh, yeah, we're thinking of uh, recording first one of our original songs. Okay. It's called "Never Gave It Back." Yeah. And we we release it, promote it, you know, get it get it out to the people, and then. We want to release an EP with all our originals. And... You remembered the formula. <laughs> what like what I told you, you remembered. And yes. then we're going to do an alternate version where all of us do our parts, but with our mouth only. What? No. <laughs> He's off his meds. Um, no, but yeah, single and then EP and just hella promoting. Do you have a, a time frame on that? We want to do it by December. Yeah, December for the single and probably next oh, year. Oh, so that's maybe. soon. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited Christmas. to hear that. Christmas. <laughs> I want to give a little Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of like a, a bag of turd when you said that. What? I don't know. So, um, as far as those that play the instruments, are you self-taught? How long have you been playing for? I've been playing the drums since I was 12 years old. Okay. I want to say. And as a kid, I was always like a troublemaker. I would always be, in, I would always get in trouble at school. I could never sit still. I can see that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was never able to sit still. And uh, sports, I I like playing them, but not for like a team, for like for the school or whatever. Just like with my friends. He wants so. the glory. Yeah. So I tried playing the drums because um, my family is like we, we're pretty musically inclined. Right. I like to say, especially on my dad's side. Um, so yeah, I tried to playing the drums because at the time I really liked the band Twenty One Pilots. Mm -hmm. I, still do. I mean, who didn't? Right? I know, I know. And uh, actually, a lot of <laughs> no, like if you went to a Twenty, I made fun of my daughter for loving them, but if you went to one of their shows, you kind of fell into the trap. It's yeah, they're so good. Yeah. The drummer Josh Dunn. I love Josh Dunn. That, that was my favorite. That was my. That's my inspiration. And so, kind of uses it as. I kind of used it as like an outlet to, you know, deal with whatever I had. Um, and also I just thought of it as a, like a challenge. Like I would see all these amazing drummers on YouTube and Instagram and all that. I'd be like, oh, I want to do that. Like that looks so cool. And so, yeah, I got a drum set for Christmas or for my birthday. And I've been playing ever since. And I'm self-taught. Self wow. Too. Or okay. YouTube taught. That's, I don't, I don't have the attention span to be able to do anything like that. Like you <laughs> I can't. I'm a big uh, shortcut taker, mm. so I can't ever yeah. do like an online course or anything. I have to have someone in front of me because I will act like I read the page, and I'm paying for it. You know, I'll pay for this course, and I'll still try to cut corners, and then I'll fail. Right. So I have to go and actually. So all right, so your mom's a singer, and you play in her band. Is that what yeah. you learned, or um, what happened was? Both my parents were were somewhat musical. I mean, my mom was the main musical one, so she was always singing and stuff like that. She'd been singing forever. And my dad just had a bunch of guitars and, you know, he would just like play for just, you know, entertain himself and stuff like that, just to relax. And I actually, he got me a guitar when I was super young and I couldn't even, I could barely pick it up. And my brother showed me smoke on the water and then I'd be like, I don't know what this is for. And I'd be like, just banging on it with no idea what the neck was for. And then I literally like stopped, took up drums for one month <laughs> never play them again really? and then i got tired of video games so i picked up a guitar like an acoustic and i learned all just like nirvana stuff that's what i was listening to so that was like middle school mm -hmm. so i started like when i was around 14 so i've been playing for like six years right around there and you're self-taught too then yeah for the most part awesome. like you know I, i'm very like observant so like i you know just watch right. people play and I'd be like oh okay that's how you're doing it and like you know I would yeah just, i would just obsess so i would play 24 7. Right. Awesome. And what, what did you hate about the drums? Uh, it just didn't click with me. I think I'd love to learn them now, but it just didn't click. I feel me. like it's the same thing with me and the guitar. Yeah. Like, I've been surrounded with guitars my whole life. I've tried, you know, taking lessons. I, it just doesn't work. It's not a click. Yeah. But yeah, so I, then I, like, got a lot of experience. Um, eventually playing a few songs in my mother's band. Like, she'd bring me up on stage and everything oh like that. And then eventually, I was like, I'm going to take your job. <laughs> and I, I became the guitar player for that band. Wow. 
YouTube, you know, like I, I tried doing this one class, but all he taught me was like cucaracha and happy birthday. Uh, it wasn't very good, so I just yeah. decided, you know what? YouTube, YouTube is the source for I everything. I admire that because, like I said, I could never sit and listen and learn ever. Yeah, I mean, it's just like a lot of um, it's for me at least, it's like uh, driven by a lot of passion. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like you know, not to sound I guess cringy or cheesy, but you know, you, whenever you strike a certain chord, you feel a lot of rhythm in you, and you feel a certain like spark, and you're right. like, "Wow, well, you want to continue that," and it like it lights a fire. Right. But um, for the most part, uh, yeah, guitar. I've recently been learning bass. It's more just oh, okay, just a little hobby, but okay. And how yeah. how did you learn? Um, well, I mean, like I didn't start with bass. Actually, oh. I'm actually primarily a vocalist. And so I started with musical theater. I have like, I guess like different like genre experience, right. like different um, like music like experience in general. Um, yeah, musical theater. I'm classically trained as well. I used to be um, in marching band, um, symphonic band, so like clarinet, saxophone. Oh I'm kind of like a jack of all trades, kind of a thing. I never um, knew that. Right. Yeah. And so um, I picked up guitar in my like youth group. And so I saw like everyone playing there. I was like, oh, I want to play guitar. Right. So I started with guitar when I was 12. And then uh, when I was like 16 or so, I was like, oh, like I kind of want to learn bass. I know I just love like low sounding mm -hmm. instruments. So um, I know I just really like bass and stuff. I was really into the strokes. Okay. So I wanted to learn Reptilia, which is like they have like a really cool bass line. I was like, oh, I want to get a bass just so I can learn it. And then I had a bass. I was like, oh, I might as well just learn right. <laughs> bass in general. And yeah, I just kind of stuck with bass, you know. Instruments here, other instruments here and there. Um, like my mom taught me piano when I was young, and like same thing with them. Like how like guitar didn't stick or like drums didn't stick for them. It's like piano was like eh, for me. She was like, oh, like learn piano, and I was like, no, <laughs> even though I needed it for like theory and stuff. But yeah, just kind of dabbled around everywhere. So that's that's so cool. I just really admire that that you guys taught yourselves. That's just amazing to me. Okay, so Petrachor, you guys probably formed. April, May, 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 like the band for test yeah it was a backing band yeah, yeah. yeah so, it was like session musicians but i think I, we've come a long way as as a band as i'm really like proud of all of us a band and a, and just a like a big support system for each of us and mm -hmm. it's just like it's it's really beautiful what can happen in just a few months mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and as far as i think i think the best decision um that we've all made um Actually, I don't know. I have so much stuff to say about it, but I, I guess like the main one is just devoting so much time to each other. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, You're it's in it, and that's yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's just as important, Sophie, as it is to you and, and everything. So yeah, that's like the devotion is mutual. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It's like we're so dedicated to music and like right. this band and like. Just like I guess, like mission, the journey. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know, we're in it to win it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, no, I love that. And you can tell that when you perform. It, it just it feeds through to the to the mm -hmm. crowd, and it's if if you've got a crowd that's not having fun, then yeah, it's because they're sensing something. I mean, you can sound like crap too. Yeah. If you're having a good time, the vibe's good, the chemistry's good, the fans are gonna have fun too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what, what? Popular band, or I was going to say celebrity band, but that doesn't make any sense at all. Famous band. Um, small words, I just can't think of. Um, what famous band would you guys love to collaborate with? Ooh. I mean, you guys already know my answer. You guys know my answer, but I, w I want my answer to be last because it's obvious. What bands? Okay. Collaborate as in... Where you guys could do something together. Okay. Hmm. If anybody else has 
I didn't answer it. Paramore? Dead Mouse. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw them last week and I was like, wow, like this is so much more than performance. Like it's her job, but mm-hmm. she loves it. Yeah. Oh my God, I love her. I wrote her a letter and I gave it to the sound guy. Hopefully she sees it, but if not, it's okay. I did it. You did it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, probably Alice in Chains, maybe. I mean, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Lane Stanley, though. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Deftones. <laughs> I love Deftones. Tenacious D. Oh, that's that's Yo. actually really funny. I feel like Jack Black and I would be, like, amazing friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, I used to be such a big fan of King Kong when I was small. I'd be like, King Kong! <laughs> I saw the gorillas, and they had, like, on the screen, they had this whole cameo by Jack Black just in the music video, and he's, like, dancing and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. It was so fun. I love Jack Black. Mm. All right. What what about the music industry would you change if you could? What do you feel could be better about the music industry? Where do I, start? I don't even know if we know enough about the music industry, but... um. I feel you do. Um. If you could create a perfect scenario... Um, Definitely I, take the police away. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No. I thought you had the band. I was like, what? <laughs> 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 yeah. So many shows for so many good bands have been shut down by the cops. Uh, I hate that. The noise ordinance. ordinance. Yeah. You know what I'd say? We need more venues. Yeah. More that venues, too. more yeah. space, yeah. more expression. No, especially yeah. in Miami, because I feel like in, in Broward County, the punk scene is, like, really... Really, um, like we're the Mallies. Punk, like, it's it's really like the underground scene is is pretty strong in Broward, but in Miami, I've seen it. It's just it's it's pretty dead. Or it's, it's, it's balls, dying. bro. It's like dying. It's, it's dying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the venues like, are not the best, and and most of them are twenty one and older, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. that's what sucks. We it's need like, more like venues that are tw- yeah. like all ages. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if I had. If I won the lottery, that's what I would do. I would open up, like, the perfect venue for all ages. Like, me and my daughter's old band's uh, guitarist father, he and I, that was our goal. Like, we were going to buy this. We knew what buildings we were buying. We knew everything. And just, and then it sold to a different person because we just didn't act fast enough. (laughs) But it would have been perfect. Perfect location, perfect square footage, everything. But that's that you need, and it doesn't have to be anything fancy. You guys just want yeah. somewhere to go play and yeah. have everybody come. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like obviously, certain age restrictions for certain shows and events, but overall, an all ages venue, mm-hmm. because you know, like, um, and all ages. That's something that's very controversial, with especially like with the hardcore scene and punks and with all of this. But the thing is, the the kids of like the youth of this generation. The ones who initiate themselves into the punk scene, it's not because they're like following an internet personality. It's because they want to learn more about the culture, at least in some cases. But as long as we show them what it's about and we tell them like this is what it actually is to be a punk and what it is to be hardcore, the more we educate them, the better the scene will become. Yeah, yeah you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> That's why I believe that all ages shows should be more. Um, acceptable and more open and available because then they learn yeah what i loved um the mini fest i had that you had covid for it was so good like i was so happy with that one because it was so many people so many different walks of life and they all came together and everybody was like having the greatest time they all like exchanged numbers and they started doing shows together after it was like the greatest thing and i was like this is exactly why I did this because I want everybody to be able to do that, get out there, have somewhere that they can go and do this and meet people and, you know, let people see what they have to offer. Exposure is Exactly. Everything. It is. Yeah, I would say that, like, if anything, that's actually what I really love about what I've come to learn about all the music stuff is that, like, when I started, when we started the band and I was like seeing Venus and seeing all her friends and all these bands I'm like oh my god I, I feel like so out of place because I don't know I don't know anything I've been so used to all these cover bands that like you know I had no idea that there was so many people really looking to enjoy like all this original music and stuff like yeah. that Yeah. and then all the bands I think you know and I, I love being supportive of other bands I think they all really help each other and, and like everyone's really open to to knowing each other and having like, hey, we got a show, like come play with us or stuff like that, you know, like I think it's it's really cool. Yeah. So I'll tell you, I would 
any day of the week, hands down, go to any local show over going to see uh, a famous band. That's just, yeah. I feel the talent is not, in, I mean, Paramore is an exception. She's yeah, very the talented. Exception. But, um, like, there's a lot of these bands that, like, are making so much money out there. And it's, I've seen so much better, so much more talent in the local scene than I hear on the radio. So, yeah, any day of the week, hands down. It's going to be 12 million times more fun to go do that than... Because it's more intimate and it's it's raw, you know? It's not just covered by an arena kind of atmosphere. It's like they're right in front of you, know exactly what steps you're taking forward and what steps you're taking back. And I think that's like the magic of, you know, live performance, especially Mm -hmm. in the local scene. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's so passionate too. Like everyone has like this drive in this goal. Like they want to create music. Like the energy radiates yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And it's like we all want to do that. So it's like being in the same room together and like sharing like those creativity, like those yeah. talents and everything. It's it's just beautiful. Yeah. In a way. No, yeah. you're absolutely right. Um, I'm not gonna say the band, um, but there's this one band that has played at my mini fest, um, maybe twice, maybe three times. I'm not saying, but. There, it's not like they sound the best vocally, but I'll tell you, they're one of my favorite bands because they brought, they bring a show every single time. Yeah. And their passion through everything that they do, it shows, and I'm like, oh, I just love this band. I love it. I love exactly what they're doing. So it's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So for Petroport, what are your future goals? You're going to do the EP. Yes. What, where, where would you like to see yourselves in a year? At least at Revolution Live. Revolution, yeah, I was about to say, like, um, honestly, just, like, I, I see, at least in my head, it's, like, statistics, like, we have to reach a certain number and stuff, but I kind of look past that, and I just, I want us to be, like, more connected and just, you know, I don't know how to say this, like, I want us all to be, like, stable, like, I know we're all stable now, but it's, like, tight, like, mm-hmm. tighter than ever, like, we could have zero followers, or even stay the same follower amount we have right now, but our relationship together would be so strong. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely revolution, like a big fucking stage, like a yeah. festival I've been dying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm all for the art too, you know. I mean, I love, I'm, I've always been like a live kind of player, so I love that whole experience with the crowd and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. But like I do, I would love to like make a really nice body of work, mm-hmm. you know, just something really interesting artistically. Because mm-hmm. I'm all for that, you know just exploring yeah and definitely having like more music out like having just like ourselves like her like people knowing who petrichor right is. exactly like, go down the streets like oh my god like are you in petrichor you know kind of thing you know like i want to be like i guess like famous and a little scene. local uh yeah, little celebrity yeah the cvs no oh my god i've i've already been like recognized um it was like it was so late at night you know, like, every every night I'm, like, bored, and I'll go, like, like to my local CVS, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a Red Bull. So I go get a Red Bull, and the cashier's like, are you Venus from Petrichor? I'm like, how'd you know that? <laughs> well, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, I went to your show. I see a bullet. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but he's like, no, like, I'm a big fan. I'm like. <laughs> are you now? Are, are you? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think we need to take the coffee away. <laughs> so for those who could not see, I spilled the coffee again. <laughs> but um, it makes me nervous, as you can see, because like that means we're getting somewhere. It's beginning. I'm sorry. <laughs> so okay, so let's swing back to the local scene. Yeah. What has been your favorite venue to play so far? Like, what was your favorite show? 100% Tea and Poets. Yeah? Our second time there. Yeah, the, yeah. the one where I was wearing the shirt with all the holes in it. Like, we, the one we sold out? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like yeah. 200 people. Wow. Was... I, I do enjoy Naomi's, though. Naomi's yeah, was nice. Naomi's Garden has a great, big, open vibe. Mm-hmm. It's hot. That's well, all I gotta say. I kind yeah. of really enjoyed the acoustics of um, the CCW show. Yeah, that was a good show. That was, that that was, was a good show. Yeah, that was yeah. a really fun show. You know, that, was a, that was a great experience. But it's like yeah. all the way in Homestead. It's like it's a, yeah. this big brewery. So Miami Brewing Company. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have any favorite local bands? Yes. Okay, let's hear them. One hundred percent scattered reality. Is okay. Like scattered reality has to be. Yeah, I love them. So I, I think I have them coming on my podcast. 
speak it on my calendar. Scarlet Hearts always. Oh, Scarlet Hearts. That was another band that absolutely blew me away. Every I time. I wish, I wish I had like them like as a headliner that day. I was like, oh my god, yeah. I could watch yeah. it for another four hours. Amazing. Yeah. The drummers are amazing. Oh yeah, my amazing. god, incredible. Yeah, like, I, I was going to say um, my friends' opposition dolls because I've seen them grow. Oh, I just love them too, though. Yeah. And they have grown. But somebody, like a big child, we were talking about that. The energy they bring is so... Oh, I got one more. Folk Tales on Pedro. Oh, I love Paco. I love him. (laughs) No? No, I have to. He was amazing. The old youth as well, Glass Orange. I could go on about all my favorite Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean a blonde. Yeah. Oh, yes. Actually, I talked to them. I think I have them on my calendar, too. Oh, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, I have not heard much from them yet, though. Like, I haven't seen them player or anything so i really don't have an opinion on it but i do know they're pretty popular yeah yeah i could go on okay. yeah. Quebecois. 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 children of the flesh head foam mm-hmm. the ruffins mm-hmm. dog boner real people now we're just naming bands <laughs> 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 So tell me, like, what's the craziest story that's ever happened during the show? During the during show, show. We gotta think. We gotta, I mean, oh, Sophie's no, info. I mean, <laughs> Sophie's info. Uh, immediately, I thought of that one. Um, was I, it the amp? I thought it was your bass. Oh, sorry, it was my the bass. It was oh, okay. um, the input jack. It like broke off, like a piece of it just like came off as soon as I was about to play. Like before, it was fine. I was like, oh yeah, like I'm playing. And the funny thing is, we had a show the day before, and it was perfect. Right. Yeah. Right. And then I don't know what happened. It was like I got on stage, and I guess something got loose. Maybe it was in my car. I was like going back and right. forth, like the drive. And it just came off on stage, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, internally, like, I'm, I'm done. No, that's... <laughs> I know the crazy... Like, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, but, like, luckily, thank God, like, big child, like, shout yeah. out to them. Um, they were able to, like, lend me my bass, and I was able to, like, improvise on stage. Yeah, that was sucked. It was I know scary. the craziest thing was when I fainted on stage. What? That happened? Did it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was at quick. <laughs> I think what happens is when I'm playing guitar, my hair is like all down. Uh-huh. So yeah. And you're always fucking yeah. shirtless. You're missing out. You know what I'm going on. I'm like, oh, we're missing someone. So I was, so I was on the last note of search party. I remember it was just, it was a, like a long fucking note, and it was like high. And then I just remember like on the floor, and then I like, kind of like blacked out. I'm like, uh oh, I passed out. Does anybody have an iron pill? And then his girlfriend came to the yeah. rescue. I, I mean, I see Venus, you know, flailing around all concert. I thought that was just another. <laughs> I saw her go down, and then she didn't come back up for like five seconds. I'm like, that's okay. That's her. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, that's so funny. That's hysterical. Okay. Alright, so let's you know this next one. You can tell mom anything segment. Uh-uh. Like, I'm not crazy. It's not anything like it's just so people can get to know you as people. Gotcha. Okay. So outside of music, do you guys have jobs? I know you're at the Cheesecake Factory, which I have a funny story about. Because I always told everybody that I hate the Cheesecake Factory. Anytime they're like, do you want to go to the Cheesecake Factory? I'm like, why would I want to go to the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> That's valid. That's it's like, yeah. oh my God. And then I went to the Cheesecake Factory like a month ago. And I was like, oh my God, this is really, it's so freaking good. I got this salad. I can't remember the name. But ever since then, I've been telling my husband, we really got to go to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> He's like, I don't even hate the Cheesecake Factory. I was like, no, I finally went. He's like, you never went? And you're telling people you hate it. I said, yeah, I just assumed I hated their food. I like their bread. The bread. Yo, oh, the bread. I get that bread for free. I take it home every night. The menu is so large. 200 that, plus. That's the problem. That's why I hated it, I think. Because I looked at it one day and I just got overwhelmed. I was like, I just need you to give me like four options and that's it. Yeah. And I mean, but yeah, so I know that that's where you were. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> you know where you were. You know where I work. I work I at a Mexican restaurant right. called OLA. Oh, you work at OLA? By the Brown Hall? Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm super bummed, though, because they used to send out coupons, BOGOs, for Monday through Thursday. They don't do it anymore. I'm not going to slander my job. <laughs> I'll still go and pay the freaking price for the second meal, but mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. I do like it. I like their food. It's great. Yeah, so it's good. also a good job. So I cheese. I just started working uh, with this uh, guitar and bass luthier, and basically he fixes instruments, right, oh. and works on them. Oh, you told me. Uh, Six-string theory. So that's all the way in Kendall, oh, and wow. uh, I just help him fix guitars and stuff like that. So. 
So, like, obviously Kendall's very far from me, but is it a far nah, height for you? Far. Okay. Yeah, I'm currently jobless, um, but I used to work. Like, my last job was in Dade County. Okay. A couple of schools, I used to be, like, an office clerk. Just oh, really? Out. Yeah. How'd you like that? It was okay. Yeah. I mean, just, like, you know, paperwork, just, like, normal office stuff. Right. Kind of there. I was, like, kind of doing work for the most part. But, yeah, I'm just, like, focusing on school and yeah. life at the moment. So. And you're going to school psychology, you said? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay. So, where's your favorite place that you have ever visited? Like in the world, yep. and oh, um, I mean, I loved Europe. Um, I always I, wanted to go there. It's right. so beautiful. I went to um, like um, it was like 2016 one summer. I just like spent two weeks in like wow. Czech Republic, Switzerland, Austria. Oh my God, so cool. Yeah, I love traveling, and like because of COVID, like it just like right. made me really really sad because like I couldn't travel mm-hmm. or do anything. I was supposed to go to Italy, Spain, and France, wow. and like I canceled. Oh my God, there, I want so. your life. <laughs> I never traveled. I think that for, I've never, I, I'm a cruiser, so um, I've been on a ton of cruises, but I just never have, I think the furthest I've flown is to California, but I've gone places in the United States. Okay. <clears throat> Honestly, I took my first solo trip ever this year. Uh, it's been four years since I was on a plane. The last time I was on a plane was to go to Cuba to visit family. Uh-huh. I was like 14. Uh, but I went to New York. I went to upstate New York, Rochester, and I visited some online friends <laughs> and I met them on, on Omegle so that was kind of scary but I what is that? Um, it's like a randomized video chat yeah so, so you, you can yeah. chat with anybody anybody really? in the fucking like, yeah. world and it's yeah. it's dangerous it's very that dangerous scary yeah. Yeah. yeah but luckily I met my best friend Josh I'm like hi and he's like you're not weird that's that's your Instagram <laughs> so we've just been like best friends ever since and you know it's just like kids and their local scene over there and I went up there and I discovered the Rochester scene like wow but anyways I love New York so so, your friend Josh, how long ago did you meet him? How long have you guys been friends? I'd say about four years, okay, you know, like that's, since that's I was awesome. a freshman. I love that. Very nice. Oh, favorite place? I've been outside the U.S. a little bit, but I think my favorite place, I'm a mountain boy. So, okay. like, I love mountains. I love Colorado was, like, gorgeous. Uh-huh. A long time ago, I visited there, and it was just beautiful. Like, I stepped out of the plane, and I was like, the dirt smells nice. I was like, the dirt smells nice. I don't know. It was just like, I'm so used to like Miami with all the cars and stuff like that. And like when you breathe the air in a place like that, it was just like amazing. Completely different. It felt yeah. much cleaner, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was, you know, really Filtered. I love nature and stuff. Like that. <laughs> it was clean. My place would probably have to be Peru. Okay. I visited Peru. Uh, that's where my, my dad's side of the family okay. from. So they're all over there. We went to the capital. Uh, Peru's an amazing city. It's like, it's such a cultured place, and I love like all the architecture there. There's so many like cool cathedrals and art museums, and the the just scenery. The um, my family lives on, on in the capital, mm-hmm. and that's Lima, and that's on. It's basically on like a cliff, oh, wow. right? The whole capital is like on the cliff, so. Just being outside. It's a great view. I heard that Peru is really good for hiking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of mountains. There's a lot of... They call them highlands over there, the highlands. And it's a bunch of, like, snow-capped mountains. Like, it's, like, dirt mountain, dirt and grass mountains, and then just a little patch of snow at the top. Oh, wow. That's nice. I don't have anything quite as extravagant as that, you guys. Okay. You guys have significant others. I know that the two of you do. Yes. Um, Actually, I've seen that on Instagram, guys. I'm worried about not actually, but like it's like they're always like close. Yeah, yeah they're always doing something. If really not, <laughs> it's really not. No, no, I know. Like, Sometimes I'll call Enzo at work though. <laughs> yeah, they have a platonic. Yeah, it's I'll be like yo, Enzo, what's up? <laughs> I don't feel like I'm at work. <laughs> That's a conversation. Yes, I, I do think, have a girlfriend. I think Sophie and I are just both figuring out our lives right now. Yeah, I, we're just we're riding our yeah. own wave. Whoever yeah. wants to join, um, you know, that's the best. Yeah, I'm like I'm way too busy. Answer right nobody. <laughs> All right, so tell me one fun fact about you that you don't think many people know. Wait, anybody want to go first? I have a knife obsession. Do you? I work on, I like sharpen knives, I work on them and stuff like that. Okay. I love knives, yeah. All types of knives. How many do you have? Like, 
I have to really think. I yeah. have to make a list. I don't know. When did you start collecting them? Uh, it probably started slowly, like uh, probably a year ago or something like that. And uh, I got like my little first switch, little switchblade, whatever. And I started like, yeah, knives are pretty cool. I'm like, oh, different steels and stuff like that. And I started really getting into it. So yeah, it's really special. My father, he used to collect knives as well. Mm. And when he passed away, um, I'm the youngest of five girls, and then he's, he has six grandsons and um, six granddaughters, and then all of our five husbands. Like, So there was a really special knife for every guy in the family to get. So it was really nice. You should keep That's doing really that. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. All righty. Fun fact. All right. They, they know this, and unfortunately, um, the people at my job know. Uh, but I can actually clap my boobs together <laughs> and it makes like a really loud sound. So I've, I've, I've been like kind of wanting to do this for like whenever we play no, Killing in the Name, no, no. instead of the cowbell, I'll just like put my, <laughs> I'll put my boobs to the mic and be like, boom, 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 boom. Oh like I can't God. do it now because like you, audience, but like it's like a really loud clap. And I, th I think that's really cool. You have to be there to see it. Yeah, you've got yeah. to be there, like experience like the sub. The, it's like a sub. <laughs> There's so much so. bass to it. Oh my god, it's hysterical. Yeah, um, I'm a gamer. How are you? Yeah. She <laughs> is. Yeah. What's um, your favorite to play? Um, right now Halo Infinite. Okay. I'm like, really getting inside. Um, like FPS, and, like first person shooters. Um, yeah. Um, you're um, you're every guy's dream. <laughs> yeah, like all like my guy friends, like we're all on Discord and we just like play all the time. Um, that like Pokemon, like there's like a new Pokemon game that just came mm -hmm. out and then like grinding that so yeah just like different games mm -hmm. yeah. okay oh. huh? okay i'll go yeah uh i said this in the beginning but i'm a dj oh yes uh i i have been practicing for like almost about a year mm -hmm. and i've been trying to get a gig but i haven't had any luck with that i think i'm pretty good and well you got to get your DJ name out there. I know. Gotta get yeah, I need to figure that out. I need a brand. Yeah. And this Zoe. Zoe. got plenty of friends to promote you. Yeah. yeah. This guy's going to help me with sound. And he's he's so funny. He did so many stories about it. Because I've called him one time. I've FaceTimed him where he answers. And it's just... Boom, boom. <laughs> just like super loud there's lights going in his room yeah. so DJ in his own room fun oh and he God. tells me how his mom will walk in to do laundry and he's just it's really funny yeah that's also something I really enjoy doing it's something I want to further myself in well you should then definitely I would like to well I'll keep you in mind if I need a DJ at any point in time perfect thank you all right. Artist? Huh? Yeah, tell me artist of the yeah, night. Oh, you were the first one. I forgot oh, yeah. Tommy mm -hmm. went at all. Yeah. So, what's the best gift you were ever given? Definitely my drum set. Yeah. Has to be my drum set. Life. I was about to say. <laughs> I don't know how it could not be. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's so corny, but just, like, living and, like, being alive and experiencing everything is, like, I don't know, it's the greatest gift you can ever have. Right. Yeah, There's people, like, you know? Right. Right. Like, everything else the world. Honestly, I really said my drum set. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, dude. No, no. I, I, I want to say my guitar. Like the yeah. my first guitar ever was given um, to me by my my dad's coworker, and he gave one to me and one to my sisters, like a youth classical guitar. And if it weren't for that guitar, I wouldn't I wouldn't be a musician. Because mm -hmm. originally I wanted to study film and go to like Dash the high school and just I wanted to be a filmmaker. Mm -hmm. But then I started playing around on the guitar. I'm like, oh, I really like this. And that's where I made Downhill. And I just made all my songs on the guitar. And then I got more guitars and bass. And just, without that guitar, I wouldn't be here, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even alive. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what would you do if you won a million dollars? Buy new cymbals. <laughs> I don't Those know. Pillar symbols. <laughs> Use a small portion to buy new symbols. I don't know if you saw them during your show, but it looks like you took a bite out of them. Oh, is that the symbol? They're, yeah, I think I did see that. Very beat up. Yeah. Um, make ourselves our own studio. That'd be pretty cool. The studio would be dope. The studio would be really nice. I'm but... so anxious to record mm -hmm. and yeah. to release our music. I'm so excited. If I had a million dollars, I'd really want to, like, not make just one venue, but like a bunch of venues mm -hmm. in South Florida. Yeah. Just some that like the million dollars could be like 
the down payment and then I'll do my own little mm-hmm. working. But I, I would at least want to do like four venues around like one in Homestead, one in Broward, one in Central Miami and just like kind of just like a change. There's, there's lots change. of people itching yeah. to come out and mm-hmm. there's, you know, a lot of places yeah. either get cut, shut down or, you know, it's hard. Like I know there used to be a really nice spot, Young Umbrella. That used to, like, yeah, in, in, uh, in Sunset Place, in South Miami. Mm-hmm. That yeah, and now it closed down. And, like, all these places, you know. So, yeah. 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 Um, for me, if I want a million dollars, um, I would use it for different things. Like I guess, like one portion would be to like, it sounds like I guess like cheesy and nice, but like to give to charity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because yeah. like I don't like less fortunate people like should like have the money that like, they need the money more than I do. Because right. like I'm fortunate, I have like pretty much like everything I could ask for. So it's like there's people out there like I wanna like give that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, another portion to like just travel the world. Right. Honestly, yeah. just like go and like experience life. Yeah. Really then another portion just to keep to myself, maybe like expenses, I have like my own place, like have like nice things and whatnot. Just, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like most of it. Yeah, I'm yes. <laughs> I think I'm like an like a belly button Audi. I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So if you could share a meal with four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? Wow. Like <laughs> share a meal. Share a meal. Yeah. Basically, like your dream blunt rotation. <laughs> um. Everybody's looking at me. Okay. <laughs> You're first in line, dude. Better be so, your band, Enzo. <laughs> okay. So the question was, if you could share a meal with how many people? Four. Four people. Okay. 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 Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> the astrophysicist. That's a good choice. Second. Second would... Bill Nye. <laughs> okay, Neil deGrasse Tyson is definitely the first one. Second. Tyler the Creator. He seems like such an interesting person. Mm-hmm. Third. Would be he's he's a he's a, he's like a niche micro celebrity, but not really. His name is Blade. Okay. Yeah, Blade. It's four people. Is that four or three? Uh, four. That was four. That's yeah. four. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think I'd. You know, as much as I love music and musicians, like I love comedy a lot. Mm-hmm. I love comedians so much. It's like. I'm constantly watching all these people like Tom Segura, Andrew Schultz, Bert Kreischer, freaking Joe Rogan, or all these funny people. Like, I love all that stuff. Do you know Brett Ernst? Brett Ernst. That sounds familiar. Um, I've been friends with him since I was young. He's um, the cousin on um, Cobra Kai, um, but Mm. he was also on Vince Vaughn's Wild Wild um, West. I've seen that. That's what got him in Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. Yeah, Mm -hmm. famous was that Vince Vaughn's um, roadshow. Oh. But, um, yeah, so check out Brenner's. Freaking hysterical. Like, you will be crying. He's so funny. Hey. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was thinking, so I was like, okay, you know, obviously I was going to say, like, Haley Williams and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but then I thought to myself, you know, if I had the chance to, like, pair four people in the same room, I was thinking, like, kind of sort of world rulers. Like, try to get a coexisting conversation to start. Okay. Like, I, I, was, I was thinking, like, I don't know. Um, who's this? I forgot. Our, who's our president? Oh, Joe Biden. <laughs> um, so, I would have, like, so I would have, like, Joe Biden. I, I honestly, I don't know who to name, but just, like, just, like, four of the most influential and like big world world rulers and just like give them a good meal and now but all of them will like have actually no filters whatsoever no cameras no anything just talking about what do we really want for the world and how are we going to fix what's like going on be a huge disagreement and be a huge disagreement <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but what if it came to the point of coexisting that's like you know i wonder like the hypothetical but if like even dead and alive maybe like Julius Caesar, I don't know, just like yeah. people from different eras. Like this that would be interesting to see their viewpoint on it, especially like the the ones that are dead. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. Show a calculator yeah. for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is my iPhone. What is? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. for me, I would have a variety because like I want to see like how different people think and whatnot. Um, so for me, it'd be Sigmund Freud. Okay. Um, Barack Obama. Okay. Maybe like Martin Luther King Jr. Okay. Someone just to like see like I don't know like we'll have like have a topic and then just like see how we would all collaborate. Right. Like, I guess it's a chaos that unfold really. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, like what, what each of them think about like what's abortion, what's climate change, yeah, like, all the main issues. Right. And I think the ones that are dead know more about it than we would think. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. That's. I love that you guys really thought that out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You're the girl. Okay. Do you sleep with the lights on or off? Off. Completely off. off. Pitch yeah. black. Yeah. 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 In silence. Yes. Yeah. But although my dog, I had a bulldog. I can't talk much about it because I don't want to cry right now. But she passed away. And um, I woke up the, the first night without her. And, you know, bulldogs, they snore yeah. nonstop. And I was like, oh. There's no snoring, and I was up at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I could not get back to sleep because there was no noise. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um, okay, so are you more into brains or looks? Uh, brains. Being yeah. a smart, like, intellectual person mm-hmm. is, like, one of the most attractive, but, like, not in, like, the romantic way. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see someone with, like, you know, a good conscience and, you know, normal common sense mm-hmm. and, or just, like, a really smart person, that's somebody I want to you know, engage or talk to. And he got lucky. He got, like, the whole thing. He got the whole package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, like, she's amazing, like, all around. I love Jill. Jill's amazing. My girlfriend is amazing. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I guess for me, brains all the way. Yeah. Because, like, um, like you said, like, I want to have, like, intellectual conversations. But, like, I'm yeah. more of, like, a brainy mm-hmm. person. So, like, for me to, like, talk to someone who's, like, I guess, like, not the smartest, like, mm-hmm. to say, like, nicely I don't know. It's like for me, it's like I don't know. I cannot. Like for me, it's like that's like part of my standards. Like I need to talk to someone or like be around people who are like just like very intellectual, insightful, like like people who like respect opinions. Right. Too. It's not like oh, like I'm right, you're wrong. Right. Things like we like disagree or disagree. Like it's a gray area. Really. So yeah. And it's funny because relationships do work out that way. Like my best friend of, um. Oh, God, 25 years. We couldn't be more opposite, but I respect her opinion, and she respects my opinion, and then we live on, and we are happy, and that's it. Yeah, you know, respect. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd rather no brains, no looks, but a big fucking heart. Yeah. You've got to, like, have the drive, and you you know, like, you can be not saying, like, you can have less logic and more looks or more looks and less logic i wouldn't really care as long as you know like where you stand who you are what you believe in it's all morals yeah like morals like some something very deep in the heart like yeah it doesn't matter yeah i would agree i like you know strong passionate people you know people who who know like where their fire began and how to extinguish it if they need to people who care you know yeah yeah because like Wait, obviously, you know, if you see someone good-looking, you're like, oh, dang, they're good-looking. And then they open their mouth, and you're like, ugh. That but is, that's it's, literally my high school. And that's... <laughs> that's Miami, bro. That's my whole oh, high Brown, school. Right? It's a bunch of pretty people, and then the second they open their mouth, I'm like, oh, my God, please put me. Yeah. I, am, like, I can't find the people I run into on a daily basis like that. But it's like, it, whoever you're with, because of their mind, it's like you fall in love with who they are as a person, and then they become the most beautiful person to you. So it's like, I think that that's, I'm glad that you guys answered that one. Okay. So what is the most unusual thing you have ever eaten? Ooh. Guinea pig. What? what? Stop! It's a, it's, it's a real fruit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I swear. Was it good? Yeah. Thank you, promise. <laughs> It was good. Do you put yeah. sauce on it? Or? Yeah, it was like, oh, it's already a guinea pig. I just don't know if I could get it down, knowing I, that I had him as a pet. I had, no, it wasn't a pet. It was, I mean, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't my pet. <laughs> I guess if you're hungry enough. <laughs> the most, I mean, the most unusual thing I've eaten, um, I think it was like a Totoro wrapper. <laughs> like, 
I wonder if that's digested yet. (laughs) I don't know. I I think. I mean, it's been years, but I I was really hungry one day. I'm like, oh, this has some tootsie roll in it. I'm going to eat it. So I ate it. And and nothing happened to me. Like, I'm still here. It's like swallowing gum. Yeah. Yeah, It'll come out eventually. Oh, it's bad. Oh, I'm still around. I don't think I ever threw out a piece of gum as a kid. I just swallowed it. I was always scared. I was always told that, you know... I would say that like I don't think I've necessarily eaten any weird stuff like I've had gator and stuff like that but I do I have this one story where some of my friends and I would be playing Uno like a high stakes Uno game in a Flanagan's <laughs> and, uh, they were gonna kick us out, so we had to like speed things up. Cause they're like, "Guys, you finish your food, you get out of here with this Uno game." And uh, so, like, we'll make a concoction in the middle. So it was like a chicken sandwich with every sauce in it and every spice, and it was like really gross. And we mixed everything in that chicken sandwich, and I lost. So I had, you to, had to eat it. I had to eat it. Oh, yeah. Man. Was it spicy? It was everything. <laughs> it was everything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, for me, I've never like actually eaten like actual food that was like guess, strange. It was more so like when I was a kid, I used to like chew on. Chew on it. I guess like it was like pen or like plastic in like my bloodstream and like in my body or something. Are you serious? Like, yeah. Did you I ever probably... um, end up with a blue mouth corner? No. I would. I used to chew on my pens, and I would. Chew so hard that I think the ink would come out and oh I get like blue. No, I just like chew the cap and like it was just dented. You know, all my teeth marks and probably like, <laughs> some of it. So that's probably the weirdest thing. Okay, all right. So, what are three items you would take with you to a deserted island? Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, my no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Me. Deserted island. <laughs> One of Tommy's machetes. <laughs> and I feel like a case of water. Pretty beneficial. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> or no, deserted island. I'm thinking like like island. It's like surrounded by salt water. Right. I mean, you need a way to clean that water. Oh well, yeah. You need to boil that water. Or you can let it evaporate. Well, I mean, and put in soap. Yeah, I don't, I've watched too many survival YouTube videos. I could go into detail. That's, that's what I was. What's it called? A percolator? A percolator? percolator? You need a percolator? Not a perk. <laughs> a percolator and machete? You can do a lot with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Percocet? <laughs> no! Ketamine? Oh, yeah. Who got My bad. What was it? I've seen like those like survival like water filters mm-hmm. like they're it's like a yeah. straw yeah. But, and you like stick it in like the ocean or like some yeah, dirty I've river and it'll like filter the water after really? like, sucking yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's what I was gonna say. Like, mm. I, I would take a watch so I don't go crazy. A watch. So like, I, I at least know like what. I can tell the time. Yeah. The sun. No, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, but like. Well, yeah, but I'd still kind of want. Put a stick in the sand and watch the shadow. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> that, that's not too bad. But I would I would also take um. The, the, I was going to say a water filtration system. Yeah. Like, just like one of those. And probably just like a hunting knife. You need yeah. a fire system, too. Yeah. Like a fire starter, one of those things. Mm-hmm. Get a metal rod. <laughs> no. Put it to just like, oh, I mean, wait. Which one was that? No, that's Ben Franklin. Jeff? Ben Franklin. Is it Ben Franklin? John F. Kennedy? Oh, <laughs> man. I'm, um, so this point. History. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Yeah, um, for me, I would take a stick, a blade, and a string, because you can actually like, do, like, multi-purpose with okay. this. So, like, okay. You can use a string, get the blade, attach to a stick, make a spear. You can use that as a weapon, so that way you can, like, make food and all that. Get wow. the stick. I, I need to go like, on that. If I'm deserted on an island, I hope you're with me. <laughs> <laughs> get the stick, like, kind of, like, cut it up, make wood, like, kind of, like, you know, right. just put it together, like, make, um, fire, and then, like, get the meat that you hunted, uh, cook your food. Um, get the blade, and you know, I know, like, blade. cut things, or, like, just, like, weapons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, whatever you have left of the stick and the string, you can attach it, and then you can go fishing. Or, like, wow. yeah. And then, like, attach, like, I know, something to it, and then, you know, you can bait. A machete's the best knife you can take, though. Yeah. Machete. Machete is good. Okay. If you could join any past or current music group, which would you want to join? 
Foo Fighters. Yep. I like Foo Fighters. I love the Foo Fighters. Um, I don't know. I'm like thinking of like, I don't know, like maybe like a 70s band or mm-hmm. something. I don't know. What? I stick with the modern bands. Yeah. Mm. Foo Fighters. I don't know. Horn. I would love to join either the Pesh Mode or Nine Inch Nails. Oh my god. That'd that be so cool. Heart, One of them. Yeah. I love Jamiroquai. Oh, you do? I'm a huge Jamiroquai fan. Really? I'd love to play with Jamiroquai. Okay. I'm big into funk. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like the Beatles or the Bee Gees. Nice. It's cool. like something like funky. Yeah. Or the B 52s. <gasps> <laughs> Okay, so now we are on rapid fire. Oh no! Right. Let's see. It's so cute. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let's see how fast we can go. We'll start with you and we'll just do like bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah. Okay? All right. All right. Who do you text the most? My girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend. My mom, my best friend. Okay. What celebrity annoys you the most? Um, Amy Schumer. Taylor Swift. <laughs> Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. <laughs> I don't know, like Taylor Swift. Okay. If you could be an animal, what animal would it be? Skip me. I'll, I'll be last. Frog. Raccoon. Fox. Monkey. <laughs> Are you a morning person or a night person? Night person. I hate the morning. Everything. Everything. Morning. Neither afternoon. Oh, okay. What is the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Look at my phone. Coffee. With my phone, stare at the ceiling. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Sophie. If you could get a yacht, what would you call it? Big Bass. Sir Boats a lot. <laughs> the Kikiriki Mobile. It's not a mobile. <laughs> um, the SS. SS. Shrubs. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's What store do you shop at most? Amazon. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love Ace Hardware. Ace Did Hardware? I would say CVS. CVS, yeah, you're there, Dan. Amazon. Okay. What's the most overrated musician? Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, man, I probably agree. <laughs> Harry Styles. Oof. But he is sexy. I don't know, Taylor Swift again. <laughs> <laughs> What is the best compliment that you have ever received? I really like your drumming. I like your tone. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Someone uh, complimented me on how I tune my the toms on my drums. Okay. That was probably one of the best compliments I got. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I probably have to say, like, somebody told me, like, I love how your mind works. Okay. And I guess, like, people, like, comment on, like, how much I've grown over the years. So it's like, oh, like, I love, like, your progress or, right. like, who you become as a person. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good compliment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my hand is bloody. I'm sorry. <laughs> and on to the drumming thing. Do you know how many drummers are out there that don't know how to tune their own drums? Uh, yeah. It's, so I've, I've heard it's pretty common. It is. Okay. Your favorite flower? Oh, gardenias. I had a gardenia bush and it smelled great. They smell good. I'm a sunflower type of dude. Yeah. I like their seeds. Carnations. Carnations. Lilac. Okay. Of course, bitch. <laughs> 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 and the last one is who inspires you? Musically, Josh Dunn, drummer of Twenty One Pilots. Yes. Uh, morally, hmm. Aristotle. <laughs> morally, mm, myself. Okay. Uh oh, man, this is a this is a big question, not right for now. rapid fire. <laughs> this is a, not a rapid fire question. But it is. Because it's just whoever comes to your mind. I think Venus comes to my mind. Huh? Oh. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, Williams. Now we gotta go go back to the other question now. Yeah. um, The one that says, that's the best compliment you ever received. And now (laughs) that's... Yeah, um, for me, it's not so much a person. It's more so, like, an idea. Um, okay. It's results. Like, okay. positive results. Seeing, like, people grow and, like, go from, like, one point to another is, that's like, really the most important Yeah, thing. that is a really good one. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so you guys did so good. All right, so let's talk about your future, where people can find you, what's coming up, blah, blah, blah. This is airing on Friday, so whatever you have from Friday on. 
let everyone know. Uh, December 10, we've got a show in uh, Homestead. Uh, we're probably going to... I know it's far as so fuck. Uh, it's a house show. Homestead? Yeah. Uh, it's gonna. It's called Purgatory. We go on at 12... We go on 11.40 p.m. to 12 a.m. And we're going to be singing and playing and Doing performing originals, a 15-minute set, and we're probably just going to be recording and probably doing promo shoots and to got, let you guys know, you know, like, shirts. Okay. Okay. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. And you got the, the the single coming out hopefully by December? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And where can everybody find you guys? Instagram. Oh, you touch it's okay. Bumble. Yeah, oh, oh, like, I mean, you can find us on Bumble, on Hinge, on Tinder. Uh, also, the FI, every bathroom stall of FIU, because I've been putting it on there. Um, I saw, I was like, wow, that's so cool. But uh, our Instagram handle is at FL. There's no dot, I forgot. FL, um Twitter, FL. Um, our email, if you want to book us, um, if you want to see some videos of all of us spazzing out, uh, it's booking.petricor at gmail.com. And this is my TTR. You get we it? Like, have a TikTok, but we don't post on that. I kind of, I kind of yeah, feel like sometimes. little things sometimes, but yeah. Petricor Everything Petricor Mostly Instagram. Okay. Instagram is like the main. Yeah. yeah. All right. And so before we end everything, what message do you have for your fans? If if you can get a message to them. Um, believe in yourself, really. Like, um, whatever you want to do in your life, just, um, you know, have a passion, have a goal, and just go for it. Then don't let anyone, like, tell you otherwise. Say, like, oh, like, you're not good enough. Just ignore the haters. You know, do your own thing. Yep. Slay. Slay. <laughs> I've got a message from my parents. In fact, I'm going to look right at the camera for this. If you've ever been to a Petrichor show, you've put your pinky up for when I sang downhill. Keep your fucking promise because you put your pinky up and I put my pinky up. So basically, we're all pinkied up. So keep it. Yeah. 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 Pinkies. We always... I, I love doing the pinkies. It's so nice to see the pinkies go up and then people are... And then people, like, come up to me. Like, at least my friends, like, you know, they'll feel bad. I'm like, you pinky promised me. And they're like, oh, shit, you're right. I broke my pinky once. <laughs> you break your pinky or your pinky promise? Nah, the pinky. Okay. <laughs> the pinky, so. Yeah. I'll be thank you for the support. Uh, this is like my first, like, real introduction to the music scene. Like before, you know, I joined when I was still seventeen, and I've been playing since I was twelve. Just you know, in my room, never really, you know, been playing outside for people i've just been playing by myself and this is this was a great opportunity and the first show i was just absolutely blown away mm-hmm. by like all the people who came in support and the crowd was amazing so yeah it's an experience that you, you're never gonna get i'm never gonna get yeah. yeah never so i guess like a big thank you to our supporters and mm-hmm. the fans that have been sticking us sticking with us like yeah, since day all one the, all the reposts all those yeah. we got we got mentioned by somebody for okeechobee fest submissions yeah. awesome Oh. And I think on behalf of all of us, thank you for this opportunity. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys. I know it was a long drive. It was a long drive, and I loved talking to you guys. Like you said, like your mind and stuff. Like the, I got to know you guys on a whole new level, and I even like you even more now. So <laughs> I thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.